up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Chicken Bone Alley, brought to you by SRI Performance, Stock Car Steel and Aluminum, RK Motorsports Consulting, Earl Ramey Racing Engines, and Profab Headers and Exhaust. What's going on? I'm David. How's it going? What's up, y'all? Another day in paradise. Yes, sir. It sure <laughs> is, man. It's fall. Yeah. Ish. Ish. Yeah. <laughs> we had one day of fall. We had a day. We had a day. Well, uh, we had two days, I guess. I'm, um, Friday and Saturday was pretty good. Yeah, Saturday was kind of fallish. Yeah. Fallish. Fallish. It, you know, it was, it was under 90, so that's fall. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's all we get. If it's under 90, it's fall. Um, then all, all right. of a sudden, I'm I'm predicting within within the next month, we will have a night at least, at least, I will say, low 40s, high 30s in the next month. Oh, for sure, yeah. <laughs> it was, it was what, 50, 51 uh, Saturday morning, I guess. So. Yeah. But it warmed up awful quick. It warmed up real quick. Real quick. Yeah, it was nice. Friday night, and, uh, Friday night, Saturday morning was very nice. I like that. Year-round. That's what we need. That's exactly what we need. I will take... I'll take Friday night, Saturday morning. I will take all of Saturday year-round. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I definitely... No problem with that. I mean, it was 80. We was in the sun at the racetrack, but it it was warm, but we was good. Yeah. Much better than 100, that's for sure. Yes. All day is better than 100. Because it gets... And, and the low humidity. That was one thing we did have then. Was we had low humidity, so it was nice. Yes. Yes. Makes you feel like doing something outside, that's for sure. So. Yeah. And we did. And you did. So. We did. We did. We did all day. We did all day. But anyway, well, what's been up with you? Ah, uh, man. Just been doing some finishing up touches. and uh, Moving some stuff. Last minute stuff. Uh, moved the building. Friday, um, the little carport building, um, Fun. and that was aggravating, kind of, um, but it wasn't too bad, we had, there's more some work, they helped me, and, uh, took it apart real easy, no problem, took it like an hour and a half to take it apart, putting it back together was a little more difficult, because we were trying to line up the holes, ain't uh, none of them want to line up, did they? Well, after we, after we got Two, well, mainly one, one uh, piece of decking up on the top. Everything pretty well lined up pretty good. But still trying to square it was a was a was a little tough, but it uh, it went pretty good. Honestly, it, did. it just took a lot longer than I was hoping. But um, and I got some sides too now, so I gotta put I gotta finish putting sides on it. But um, yeah, I got that moved. So. Fun. Thankfully, I've been dreading that, but it's, it's done. <laughs> Took longer than you thought, but good to go. Right. Beats buying a new one, that's for sure. Yeah, because ain't none of that stuff getting any cheaper. No, it's like doubled in price since the last time when I bought it. And I checked. I was like, man, I'll just buy another one. I'll just sell this one and buy another one. Shoot. <laughs> Never mind. Can't do that, no more. Yeah. Oh, fun. Uh, fun, fun, fun. Did you get the boat? Yeah, it's been going good. So the yeah, boat. we went uh, 
Yeah, went on a boat Saturday. I went to Jackson's baseball game Saturday morning. Got to see him yeah. play. That was awesome. Everybody did. Uh, everybody did great there for sure. That's really cool to see. And, and then, uh, yeah, we uh, went to Watery to the lake for a little bit and uh, let go and let the fish soft. Uh, and just some more breaking in on the whole boat there. It did really good, man. I enjoy it. Kids like it. They can fish good out of it. And, you know, it, it, it works great for that, too. So, yeah, it, it, it was good, man. We, we had a good time with that. Like you said, the weather was perfect out on the water. It was, it was nice. So, it did that. Came came back home and, and uh, tried to watch the Gamecocks play, but couldn't find them. On TV, then I looked at the score, and it was like they were losing by, like, seven or something. Yeah, yeah. I said, Charlotte what? Middle School. <laughs> I said, man, I ain't even watching it. But then I looked the next day, and they they came back to beat them handedly, which was good. But, man. I, I figured out that's what they use at ESPN Plus for. The games that, they, that uh, nobody would wa- watch on regular network television, I guess. That's what they put on ESPN Plus. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we were we were down there with all the high school teams. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. I'm, I'm pretty sure we played in Charlotte Middle School or something like that. So. Yeah, I don't. They hadn't had a football team but like nine years. They they they, they look pretty sharp to start with. That's for sure. I don't want to go play Coastal this year. That I, that would be a bad one. I think. Yeah, <laughs> I think South Carolina State's gonna be scary. Bro. It probably is. That's, that's, that's I, I don't know, man. There was a lot of people talking before the year that we were supposed to get better, and I'm like, well, what happened to that team? I have no idea. I don't think they know. No, not at all. Because they, uh, they definitely, to me, ain't, ain't which I mean, we, we're going to play one game, I guess. They really tested for sure, but man, we, Charlotte, I feel like they should just blow them out of water. They shouldn't have ever scored. I mean, you know. But yeah, eh, I yeah. don't know. I don't know. Either. We'll see. We'll see. Coming up here, real soon. Yeah. Well, cool, 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 cool. So, uh, uh I know. Uh, well, I go back to it in a minute. As far as well, let's go back. Uh, go back. And talk about the uh, Jackson's game there Saturday morning. The the Miracle League of Florence. Um. I, I will tell y'all something. Uh, if y'all have never been, if, if you have a team or league in your area that has that is a miracle league, it's what they call it here. I imagine they got different names for it. A lot of places, but I know there's a lot of miracle leagues across the United States. But it is a um, ours is a uh, baseball field, little baseball teams for local special needs kids, and. As y'all know, my son, my youngest one, uh, Jackson, is autistic, and uh, so. But anyway, so he gets out there and plays on Miracle League with them, all, all the kids, and there is a bunch of smiling faces out there. That is for sure. They have a big time out there <laughs> when they go to play. Yes, yes, they do. There is music playing. There, they are dancing. They are having fun. Um, they could care less about scores of anything they just hit the ball and run the bases and and throw the ball and and the field's really cool actually it's uh 
if you haven't ever seen one, it's it's all it's like a rubber field, I guess it is. It's all padded. It's soft. And uh and the balls they have are all these foam little baseballs and stuff. So I mean they would probably get sting a little bit if you got pegged by one, but not bad. But uh so they all have a blast out there and I think I think the parents and other people out there have about as much fun. We actually had the uh Francis Marion uh Patriot softball team, girl softball team, they came out to to uh help out and join in this week, so appreciate them yeah. coming out there. So that was pretty cool. So but Jackson after <laughs> both games he's played so far this year, after about an inning and a half, and they only play three innings. And I think I don't know how many kids were on each team, probably maybe ten or so. 10, yeah, 12. I say ten. Um, and they, uh, Jack, uh, Jackson after about an inning and a half, he's like, he's like, all done, all done. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. He he's uh, he's all for it that first inning and a half or so, and then um, uh, and then he he's kind of ready. I think it's the nachos they give him afterwards because they give him all a, a drink and something to eat afterwards. And I think he thinks if he's done, he gets his nachos and cheese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he got in and showed his effort for an inning and a half, and he gets his nachos. Exactly. But anyway, he played the whole time. He plays. He play. He plays fine. Now, this throwing thing, it, it, <laughs> it's, uh, he will not – if he uses his right hand – He'll throw the ball overhand and forward. But he'll want to pick up the ball with his left hand. And he picks up from the ground, and when he throws, he throws behind him. He throws it <laughs> underhand, but he just keeps on throwing straight over his head. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, I don't either, but it's, it's, it's pretty funny, actually, to watch you. Because he picks it up with right hand, he throws no problem. Yeah. And then it's like he, 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 his left hand does not want to cooperate. I'm the same way. I can't throw left-handed at all, but he might even throw better than me left-handed. But it's funny. He was consistent with it. I give him that. It consistently went the same way every time. If he turned sure. turn around and threw, it would go right where he wanted to go. He'd just be standing backwards. Yep. <laughs> so. But anyway, it's a lot of fun. If you got one uh, in town near you, anywhere, guys, hit out there, support them kids, and uh, and, and you'll probably get the bigger blessing from it, from all of it, because uh, you just see how much fun it is and how much all the ninety nine percent, at least, of them kids are really enjoying it out there and really enjoying something to do. I think uh, I think we got another one Thursday night. Let me go out there so. Back at it yeah, again. That's, cool. <laughs> that's right, man. Uh, yep. Yeah. And then we left there. See, we were supposed to be. Well, I say we're supposed to be. We're uh, Dillon Motor Speedway. Jackson's game was at ten o'clock. Well, Dillon Motor Speedway gates opened at ten o'clock. Uh, practice was starting at eleven. So I think we ended up leaving about uh eleven thirty. <laughs> um, yeah. It was just open practice, and they had rotating practice starting at two. So we were we were fine. Um, so we didn't miss much there. We'll get into the racing here in a little while, but, uh, then, uh, then Sunday morning, went to church, had a good service up there. I played bass this Sunday. Mm -hmm. I hadn't played bass in quite a while. 
<laughs> you just move around. Boy. <laughs> I just I I do whatever. It was funny out there though, because the music director, he knows I play guitar and I've played drums a little bit there, and I'm playing bass the other morning when he comes in because our bass player wasn't gonna be there, so I just picked up the bass and started playing. And he find, he looks at me after service. He's, what else do you play? <laughs> Like, what else you want me to play? I'll I'll pick it up. I'll play it. I mean, it'd be good, but I'll play it. I'll figure right. it out eventually. <laughs> That's all we can do. So, uh, so that was different. It went went pretty good uh, doing that. Um, then I went and hung out with uh with your kiddos. They all came to my yeah. mom and dad's house to eat, and uh, we had us some uh. Had some barbecue. Well, we had two different chickens, actually. My mom, she was trying to get done fast and stuff and didn't have, you know, so much room in the oven since all of us were going to be over there. And uh, um, me and Kayla and our boys and my mom and dad and your mom and your kids. And uh, and so she was like, take some of this, put on the grill. And we got a pellet grill over there and everything. I was like, cool, I want to do something anyway. But what I did... And this actually worked really, really good. So I don't know if it, somebody might already try this. It might work really good for you. Don't know. Um, if you put any meat pretty much on a pellet grill on a smoker type grill, it takes a good while to cook it. I mean, unless you turn it up really high, which kind of takes the the uh, the the purpose out of a, a pellet grill or smoker. Um, you're supposed to cook low and slow on there. Well, what I did to try to cut down some time was we took some some of the chicken. Uh, we had some thighs and 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 uh, legs, and um, I took some some of each, and we put it in the. Uh, my mom's got a. Uh, I don't know what a thing. I guess it's like an air fryer oven, but it's not just an air fryer. It, it cooks. All kind of ways, basically, and, and air fries. But anyway, so we put it in that and uh, cooked it for probably 20 to 30 minutes and took it out of there, and I moved it to the, the pellet grill. And oh. I kept it pretty pretty low on temperature. I think I cooked it to 250, 275, somewhere right there. And because I knew we had more in the oven that she was going to be done with first. That way I could pull this out. You know, it'd be done a little bit after that was. And, uh, man, it turned out good. Yeah, it did. I had some last night, matter of fact. Did you have some? I did. Yes, I did. Sweet. You liked it? Yeah, it was jammed up, man. I loved it. That was good. That was pretty good. The barbecue was good. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was good, too. That was what she just cooked in the oven. This one, I didn't put barbecue sauce on. It was just... Uh, right. And, and I thought it turned out really good. And didn't take me near... Probably took me half the time it would have. So... Yeah. And it was just as good. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It had just amount of right of... Just right amount of the the wood smoky flavor. It wasn't, like, overly smoky. I don't know. It was pretty right. good. I was... Yeah. I was pleasantly surprised. <laughs> yeah, everything was good. We had a pile of food. I know that. My mama cooked all kind of. My mama aunt and Kayla went over there and helped her cook it too. And they, boy, they had a pile of food. And we had some some of your your mama's dessert. Um, 
what's, what's she called it? I think ooey gooey cake or something like that. Something like that. I don't know, but it was pretty good. <laughs> it was. The, the strawberry cheesecake was good. Golly, that was, yeah. <laughs> That was jam up, man. In my cheat day, bro. In my cheat day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like cheat, I don't for, the, for the week, for sure. I ain't even gonna lie. I ate some more chicken for lunch today. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it was good. So that was good. That was good. And hung out with them all afternoon. Uh, what, what'd y'all go do? We went to something that me and you actually worked before. Uh, the, uh, the Bridal Expo. Um, and man, it's totally different than we, me and you went and did it. Is it really? uh, oh, dude, it's like, it's like a quarter of the size. Wow. Um, yeah, it's, it's nowhere near like it used to be. And, uh, our um, old photo book was, wasn't there, was it? No, I looked for it actually, but it was not there. There hmm. was, there was some people with photo booths there or one company that had some really cool stuff. It was like a, like a 360 booth or something other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, you stand on the thing and the camera goes around you. It was pretty cool. Um, and they had like the mirror thing, of course, and another one. But uh, did not see our old one. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, it just wasn't, you know, I mean, it was cool. I mean, you know, Mary Stephen and I both enjoyed it, doing, seeing and whatever. But it wasn't like the, when we did it, for sure. Um, it was Ton oh. of people in there that that year we did. Oh it. man, woo, that was bad <laughs> for sure. So, uh, but anyway, so yeah, we did that and uh, went to Chili's. We had some lunch at Chili's, um, and then went over and did that. And uh, so yeah, it was it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't it wasn't too bad, but uh, yeah, hey, we missed uh, the get together. We'll have to do that again soon for sure. I look forward to that. Oh yeah. Oh. All, all all Cole was t- told me was uh was that they about flipped the golf cart. So he <laughs> they got in trouble. <laughs> well, I don't think they really about flipped the golf cart, but Landon was going a little too fast on the golf cart, faster than he needed to be. Go figure. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, you, nothing you, we hadn't done. I can tell you that. No, no, not at all, not at all. <laughs> Uh, they they were wide. We out there trying that. to flip the golf cart. That's that's the difference. I think that was different. We were trying to see if we could get on two wheels and keep it there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just don't know how to get not get caught like we did. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, that's great. That's great. Oh well, ladies and gentlemen, if uh if you want to uh, have a great time with your clothes on. How about that? Go get you some clothes <laughs> from High Octane Racing Apparel. <laughs> yeah, that's that the best. That's the best intro to the uh, 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 advertisement yet. <laughs> I like it. I, I that's awesome. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> High Octane Racing Apparel, ladies and gentlemen, they got some of the best, uh, best. Uh, wear that you could have to go to the racetrack in. I mean, just the best sayings, the best look that you could have to be fast. So head over to High Octane Racing Apparel and get you some new shirts, koozies, hats, anything you're looking for to wear to the racetrack. You know, you you, you got them certain clothes you want to wear to the racetrack. A certain certain attire. And it go, this goes for the men and for the ladies, too. 
Uh, y'all head over to High Octane Racing Apparel and look your best going out to your track. Have some cool looking stuff on that everybody wants. You know how that is. It's always cool to always cool to go to track and say, "Hey, where'd you get that shirt?" And you tell them, High Octane Racing Apparel. So head over there, get you some. But uh, anyway. So, I guess we'll go back to uh, Saturday. Um, like I said, made it to the track. Um, went out real quick in a... Uh, we actually made it out in open practice before it got done. Um, <laughs> we got there through air and tires. Um, backed the car out. Or back the car out through air and tires. I threw my stuff on, and we made one round really quick before the open practice got over. And I got out there, and I was just really, really, really loose uh, on exit all the way around the track, um, both ends of the track. So uh, we actually come in. I changed the right rear tire on it. Um this particular tire we'd run there a couple of times and I just I don't know something about it never felt like it's in the track it's got good rubber on it but it just I don't know what it is about it it just doesn't ever feel like it's in the track so so we uh had to change and do something different on it and um but anyway so made some adjustments on the car uh class practice went out first class practice we were it improved a lot we made we were fifth fastest on the board uh first round of control practice uh come back in and i said we could we could make it a little bit better because it's actually a little free on entry at that point because of all the changes we made we got the looseness out on exit but we got free on entry which i was like I'm a lot better with free on entry. I can get turned and go as long as I'm, you know, not sliding off. Right. So, come back in that time, uh, and I said, let's try something just before. You know, I hate to chase it too much because it was, it was still in the middle of the day and the track was going to cool down. I thought by the time we raced or by the time our uh, heat or anything like that come up, um, but, so we ch I said, let's change one more small thing, just try it, and if not, we'll go back, you know, before the heat. So, we made a couple more small adjustments on the car, went out, and we were fastest in second practice. Put P1 on the, it was rolling. Everybody claimed the track slowed down about two tenths, and we picked up <laughs> from our prior practice about... I think it was like about five one hundredths of a second from our best time. And we were consistently r running similar times. I was like, man, this is going the right way. So I said, leave it right there. I said, let's uh let's run the heat race like that. Well, went out, run the heat race, uh drew well, I was actually kinda surprised. Um <laughs> because there was, uh, I'm trying to remember how many there was. Eleven, I want to say. So decent field, nothing 
too, too big, but I mean, still decent field for, you know, a regular old Saturday night after point tracing and everything's over and for the year and all. So we're still happy with the field we had. Um, I drew number 10. <laughs> I was like, dang, oh. I had to start way back there. Well, but that was deceiving because they apparently put like 15 in it. And there was only, there was there 10 or 11 of us. I can't remember. Anyway, it ended up, by the time it was done, everybody drew all the back numbers, and went, but a few drew the front numbers, so I ended up starting fifth in the heat. Or supposed, uh -huh. supposed to be fifth. And then as we got going, guy that was in third uh, fell back to the back. I guess he wanted to go to the back for the heat. And uh, so I started third in the heat. Um, no, that was all right. Uh, our heat is only seven laps long, and we got out there, got running, and I was trying a few things, and we just got we were back to being a little loose off. I guess the track just changed a little bit, and I could drive as long as I drifted out, you know, coming off the corner. I was fine, you know, run it up to the wall. I was good. But the problem came in is if I was under somebody or trying to turn up under somebody off the corner, I was just way too free to to really to get any bite and make a run under them. So, and actually it was me and Connor, Connor Lee that was on here last week, fighting for a position in the in the heat, but we didn't really I didn't try to fight him too hard for it. We got in third and I made a try at it one time and kinda stayed there and couldn't really get any drive off the corner. Uh so I was just like, I'm I'm gonna start third. We only run seven laps here. Let's see what it'll do, see how it feels otherwise and we'll make some adjustments and I'll start third in the in the main. So we uh made a few small adjustments to try to help it. And it did. It did. It uh we took off in the in the main in the feature and I got it on Facebook, everybody I got it on YouTube, got it on Facebook, got it on whatever. Just go to our YouTube page, check out the uh Chicken Bone Alley YouTube page and look at the playlist for Lucky Thirteen Motorsports. And it's got all my videos on there, main car videos from a bunch of different races. But anyway, took off in the race and uh uh Mr. Barry Martin was starting on the pole. Connor Lee was third. I was I mean I'm sorry, Connor was second. I was third. Uh Rafe Judd was starting fourth. Uh so anyway, we took off and it fired off real good. I got up on the inside of Connor, raced beside him for a couple laps, cleared him uh, for second, and was only behind Barry there for maybe a lap or two, and ended up managing to get him off of four, and drove off actually for quite a few laps, <laughs> and uh, put a little gap. In between us, uh, we did have one quick caution right after I took the lead. 
Um, nothing big. Somebody spun. They got back going. Uh, anyway, took off again. Was able to pull a little gap. Nothing too big. About four or five car lengths. Uh, and then about, I don't know, with about eight laps to go, <laughs> Landon was telling me, he was telling me four or five car lengths back. Then all of a sudden he's like, three car lengths back. <laughs> Two back. <laughs> He's at your bumper. <laughs> and uh I was I was getting freer and freer up off again and I knew it was coming. Um he was consistent. Connor's consistent, as I told him last week. Yeah, that boy's consistent on a racetrack. Uh anyway, he uh he got up above me. I mean got up got down below me and uh we raced side by side for think about two laps and we actually we come we were in the middle of three or four three in the middle of three or four there if you drive in just a little hard you will get tight and connor did he got he got a little tight on me and we just rubbed wheels coming off four nothing big at all i mean just rubbed and i backed out real quick and he took off and stayed right behind him and uh we were a car length apart coming across start finish line. So I finished second. So not disappointed in that at all. That was a good run for us. Really would have liked oh, yeah. to win it, but you know, I mean, we want to win them all. Um, that's like I told Connor, I said, man, I said, I, I, I hate to finish second, but if I'm going to do it to anybody, I'd rather do it to you than anybody else. So that's right. So, uh, but no, it was, it was a good race. It was a lot of fun. And had had fun racing him. We raced hard. We really did. I, I y'all go check that video out because we uh we raced hard for quite a few laps. He got under me one time early in the run, and I was able to able to kind of keep him down. And I, and I told him, I said, "Man, I said I was pinching you. I said I ain't gonna lie. I, I wasn't trying to block. I was just I was pinching him in the corners. I wasn't giving him no extra room. I said I wasn't just gonna give it to you." <laughs> No. But that's racing. I wouldn't expect him to give it to me. I mean, that's what we're supposed to do. That's why we out there racing. Exactly. And what was really cool was we, we had a gap on everybody else for uh quite a while. We got racing and uh another buddy of mine he I was talking about from Connecticut last week, Thomas, he uh he had a bunch of brake problems earlier in the day and I felt for him, so I went and helped <laughs> helped him with his brakes. Finally we found a broke brake line. Um on his car and he actually come up and finished third um sweet so that was fun two uh two tw- that's two twelve fifties up toward at the front of the field so yeah it was I can still get it done man I still get it done yeah yeah so it was fun racing fun racing uh fun to be up front fun to sit on the front straight away after the race and get your picture taken one of these days yeah, we're gonna absolutely. be one of these days we're gonna hold a trophy too, but you know. <laughs> no, it's coming. Definitely have improved tremendously this year and working out all the bugs and learning the car and everything else, you know, that's to be expected in the first year for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And uh that that's that's what I say too, is there ain't no uh around here, I guess, and, and this has been a good problem and Steve Zacharias at Florence Motor Speedway talked about it. Uh, one of the last races we were over there, he said it's been a really good problem, but it's been a problem issue for us is 
the Legends class had grown so much over there. They had 28 cars there one week. And, um, I mean, that's great, but that brings issues of its own just trying to, you know, pick, when you got that many cars on the track and a lot of them have very little experience, it, it, it's tough. So what I'm saying in that is the weeks we uh, here, for whatever reason this year, we decided to start uh, and the class grew like crazy. So we didn't, there's never been a, uh, what you would say, an easy weekend for us, I guess. It's no, been tough. It's, it's been, uh, yeah, so. And there's been a lot of, there's been a lot of learning, like you said, learning the car and, and chasing issues on the car that has taken away from learning the car or, or bettering uh, handling the car or whatever. You've just been doing a lot of uh, uh, trying to figure everything out on that thing. But you pretty much got everything new now. It's about a new car, I'm telling you. It's about new. <laughs> That thing is, uh, we've, uh, we, we've, I ain't gonna say it's given us, a, well, I gave it a nickname at the first of the year, the problem child, because, <laughs> because yeah. it did not want to work right. We went to the extent of putting a new motor in it or a different motor in it anyway, and it still had issues. Uh, so, but when we got them all figured out, it's been a lot faster ever since, and now we had the brake issues and, Got those finally, knock on wood, I think, figured out for the most part. Um, you know, just figuring out all the little things you got to do with these cars. and That's a difference in uh, coming from a go-kart. And a go-kart, we never, you know, I, I personally never. There, now, there were some people I know that do now, but I never worried about the brakes on a go-kart. As long as they stop, you know, slowed down when I was trying to come off track. That's really the only time yeah. I cared to have brakes because we yep. weren't using them. Um, right. So now trying to, you know, knowing now, all right, every few races we probably need to bleed the brakes, even though nothing's happened to them. We just probably need to bleed them just to make sure, you know, whatever reason. I mean, just top off with some fresh fluid because we use – I use a fair amount of brake in the car. Um, I think I use brake a little bit different than people use it, uh, which is I don't know. I don't I ain't gonna say it's a bad thing because I adjust my rear brakes up a lot tighter than what other people do. I, I've and the reason I notice because I've driven other cars and I get in them and I feel like I'm locking up the front brakes because I drive deeper in the corner and then I kind of stab the brake to turn right and then I'm back in the gas where and they have a lot more front brakes so what that does is when I go in there and kind of stab it it wants to feel like it locks up the front whereas my car exactly and my car I've always run my rear brakes a little tighter that way, when I go in there, the rear end kind of grabs pretty hard. And I turn the car in the center of the corner. At And I think that's the reason I run better at Dillon. Because Dillon has a... It's a lot more bank, but it's a tighter corner. And so right. I can I do that there, and it turns the car, and it's fine. 
I think that's the reason I have an issue, I think, at Florence. One of my, you know, I ain't going to say issues, but just it's a different way of driving. You have to drive the car different at Florence because it's a wider, sweeping, less bank turn. Right. And so it's just those things I got to figure out. I got to figure out how to adjust to it. (laughs) Which is, which is tough. Yeah, well, like you said, once you get all that worked out, you just focus on setup and how you drive the car. It's going to help a lot. Um, Which I think you pretty much got done now. And on top of all of that being said, you don't know what a set of tires will do to your car at Florence. <laughs> no, and and you're exactly right. I really don't. Um, I don't, and I'm kind of same way at uh, Dylan. Honestly, I think, I honestly think, if we'd have had a newer right rear tire on, even though I changed tires, it wasn't no new tire I'm putting on. It just one that for whatever reason it gripped a little bit better. But if I'd have had a good right rear tire on. I really think, I mean, I, 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 I think we probably could have walked off with that race, honestly. Yeah. Because it just felt. Well, it, I mean, it, you know, well, you know that throughout a run at Florence, you end up getting a feeling you end up getting loose off. Yep. And I, and I think that's every bit of the tire. I really do. Yeah. Um, it's just heat build up and, and, and you know like you said i mean banking versus no banking what is doing different to the car and i just i really believe that's solely on the tire and, and trying to chase trying to chase that in setup is difficult because a setup definitely throughout a 25 not really changing. The only thing changing is your tires. That's right. And that's 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 got to be it. Well, the only thing you and it ain't that much on our car. That's why I don't think it. I think our setup is really close because the only you know weight change you have is fuel burn off. And in twenty five laps, we're only using about a half a tank of fuel. So we're what is that about about a. Uh, two gallons ish um right probably not even but about two gallons so what is it seven pounds per gallon i think um so about 14 pounds of fuel maybe i don't think we're even burning off that much but if you're you know looking at dealing uh with our loose off condition um now I could be completely wrong, and there's probably somebody gonna say, "Oh, nope, you're not right." And and I would appreciate that if you're not, if I'm not, because uh, uh, I, I'm trying to learn this car more and more. But uh, you know, everything I've ever learned, typically more rear weight, you're gonna get looser, and more rear weight, just because it's up high moving weight. Um, right. So as fuel burns off, you would think it would tighten up. Um, exactly. So. So to me, that's like I said, I feel like it's got to be in the tire. And maybe it's just too much building too much air pressure. Maybe I need to start with lower air pressures. I don't know. Maybe so. I don't know. I don't know. I mean that's things we got to try and got to figure out. But I think we're I think we're on the right track. Um 
I feel oh, like yeah. I feel like maybe, and I might do that this next race just to see. There's some tires we've been running on our left fronts that are decently good tires. I might try to restagger some stuff and rework some stuff. Maybe put one of them left front tires that hadn't been hurt at all on a right rear, and maybe that'll, you know, alleviate my tire problem just just a little bit. Just a little bit, yeah. For at least for eight more laps. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. I get eight more laps out of it. There's something happens in them last six to eight laps every time. <laughs> yep, every time. Every time. <laughs> yeah, it was bad because Connor even comes told. He's like, "Man, I hated even pass you." I'm like, "Dude, no." <laughs> his his daddy come up to me, which I've known forever. I've known Jamie Jamie Lee for ever in a day. <laughs> he's like. Man, this sounds bad. He's like, but I was pulling for you, man. I was like, no, don't pass him, Connor. <laughs> I said, nah. I said, no, he did. He did his job. That's what he's supposed to do. If he ain't out there trying to win, he don't need to be out there. So, and I know he's gonna. No, I don't blame him. Um, no, he he drove a clean race, and we had fun out there. Can't ask for nothing more than that. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, so anyway. Well, while I'm at it, while we're talking about it, I want to go ahead and thank all my uh, all my sponsors there on, on the car. You know, Powerman Machine Fabrications, one of them. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. <laughs> I, find, I, I think I finally got some stickers coming in this week for it. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> finally. They're finally on the way. I tried to make some, and they wasn't coming out like I wanted, so I finally just ordered some. <laughs> I was like, forget it. I'm ordering something. Um, exactly. Uh, anyway, SRI Performance, while we're at it, SRI Performance, guys, they're your one-stop shop for all things racing. Be sure to head over there, get all the stuff you need for your car. There's some big races still coming up, guys. Uh, it's time to make some of that money. A lot of points racing's over, but all the money races are coming up. So head over to SRI Performance, get everything you need to make that car go fast for sure. Um, Get online, put in, uh, fill up that cart. Uh, when you go to checkout, put in promo code C Bone Ten. The C is in chicken. B O N E one zero, and get yourself ten percent off at time of checkout. So uh, help us out, helping you out. Head over there, but I appreciate them being on the car this year too. Uh, also, um. Uh, uh, our friend Kale Maben, all them up there, at the, uh, and Tyler Lagard, and <laughs> all, uh, and and all the boys up there, um, helping us out there with the Blood Eagle Racing Podcast. They ain't had a new episode here in a little while. I'm gonna have to call him. Like, where's the new episode? No, <laughs> and Levi, and all of them up there. Uh, they're on the car, but also Lee's Tire and Auto. Anybody here towards the Florence area, this side of South Carolina anyway, you need tires for your car or need any service work done to your car at all, head over to Lee's Tire and Auto. Uh, get some of the best deals you can on best tires on the market. And uh, tell John we sent you over there. He'll hook you up with, I don't know, maybe a drink or something while you wait. Who knows? <laughs> Also, high octane racing apparel that came on on the car and on the show here in the last 
little bit. So appreciate them. Also, B&R Business Solutions. Um, they, they got a sticker on the car, too. So Appreciate it. And, and Chicken Bone Alley. Chicken Bone Alley's on the car, bro, they they sponsoring. They sponsor big time. Big time. <laughs> oh. So anyway, appreciate all them guys. For sure. Um but anyway, while we're at it, uh we talked about SRI, but also ladies and gentlemen, stock car, steel and aluminum. Y'all uh head over there. Like we said, these races coming up. Uh big races, big money races. So y'all head over there and make the car look good too. Uh, with some new new tins on that thing, man. Put some new metal on it. Uh, make it look good for, for your sponsors. Like we just talked about sponsors. Make it look good for your sponsors. They put money into your program. At least do them a favor of making them look good. Um, they'll, trust me, they will appreciate that, if nothing else. <laughs> Even if you're going slow, they got more time to look at it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So... Head over to Stock Car Steel and Aluminum. Get all the get all the materials you need to make that car look good and build it back safe, build it back strong, and uh, and fix it up for all these money races coming up. Also, Earl Ramey Racing Engines. Guys, I want you to uh, right now, if you will, say a prayer for uh, Earl Ramey himself, the man. He uh, actually had some surgery today, and I have not heard from. Him. Anybody see how surgery went? So uh, he's going to be down for a little while. So, uh, But his guys are still there running the shop, running the show. So if you need anything from Earl Ramey Racing Agents, give him a call. Get on the list. Get ready to get some big power in your car. His busy time of year is all year, but <laughs> it's really coming up down as seasons are wrapping up and uh, everybody's wanting rebuilds and everything else. So if you want something done, you need to get on the list ASAP. For sure. So uh, head over to Earl Ramey Racing Engines. Get some power under your hood. And same deal, guys, with Profab headers and exhaust. I've actually been, uh, <laughs> I got a playlist on my, on my Spotify. Our buddy, Andrew Garris over there, he, uh, he getting married here in a few weeks. And guess what? What? I got to sing and play guitar in his wedding. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. So sweet. I've been listening to music for that. Hey man, that's pretty sweet there. I like that. We might have some fun up there. Who knows? Oh, I feel sure. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, uh, but anyway, guys, head over to Profab Headers and Exhaust and get yourself some more horsepower to put under your hood. Because I can promise you, whatever motor you got. You throw some Profab hitters on it, it's going to make more power. Uh, that's why Earl Ramey uses them pretty much on every motor that he suggests any exhaust on because he knows they make more power. If you see uh, Earl Ramey Racing Engine at a show, anywhere, a trade show, we go to the Cars Racing Show, uh, his motors have Profab hitters on them, and that is the reason they share a booth. And that is the reason right there, because they work together, they tune together, and they just know who's going to be fastest out of all that. So so y'all head over to Profab, Headers and Exhaust, and I don't care if you're running crate motors, supers, uh, modifieds, um, anything. Uh, asphalt, uh, 
late models, you know, street stocks, whatever, head over to Profab Headers and Exhaust. Hook yourself up with some the best uh, headers on the market. And their slogan is, they're quality that wins. And there's a whole lot of truth to that. So y'all head over there and hook yourself up with some. But anyway, well, I reckon there was some uh, some NASCAR racing that went on this past week too. Some some NASCAR reckon. NASCAR uh-huh. reckon NASCAR something I don't know, dude. Well, we'll go into <laughs> the we'll go to the the Xfinity race yep. first. I reckon. How about Noah pulling him out? Yeah. Four in a row. Four in a row, dude. The Noah Gregson series, man. That's what it is. Now. I like it. Yeah, I do too. I like it. He's putting that car in the right place at the right time. And I kinda I kinda thought earlier in the season, uh back at like Road America when, you know, he was running not towards the front necessarily and Rick people on purpose and caused a big old calamity on the back of the track and I mean it was just a really bad deal I was like Noah's just not having a good season at all well it wasn't but about a week later two weeks later maybe no it was a little while later than that well it might have been right about then anyway all of a sudden talk started coming up well Noah might be going cup racing Well, it was like when that happened, all of a sudden his season kind of got a little better. Things started turning for the better. Well, all of a sudden this announcement come out that he's driving the, uh, um, for Petty GMS next year. And all of a sudden he has taken off. I guess it's like he has, I, I don't know if it, I think everybody knows. And I think you might agree with this. Everybody knows Noah comes off as a very emotional person, one way or the other. Oh, yes. See, the good emotion, bad emotion, sad, disappointed, whatever. I mean, he's, he's, yeah. He wears his emotion on his sleeve. And I think it really shows in his driving. And it's like now, it's like, well, I got nothing to lose. You know, let's right. go. Exactly. So, I think, I mean, maybe, I don't know. Maybe that's got something to do with it. I mean, he's he's been stupid fast as of late and put himself in the, and not always necessarily been the fastest car, but he's put himself in the right spots at the right times. Oh, he definitely has, man. He's driving a lot. He, well, he's driving smarter, it seems like to me. Um, I mean, he's still, a, he's still an aggressive driver, don't get me wrong. Um, but, Heck, the way the way Cup Series is going now, you got to be an aggressive driver. I mean, so he'll he'll uh, he'll fit right in, I think. Yeah, he will. Uh, a lot of wrecking going on uh, in the Xfinity race. Uh, I saw who was it? Al Guy wrecked. Um, uh, Jeffrey Earnhardt had a hard hard hit on the back straightaway, and I bring that up just because that's a twenty six car that. Our buddy Derek Griffith will be driving next week in Talladega. Yep. Um, I think that's going to be his final start next Candy Series for this year with uh, yeah. 
with uh, um, Sam, Sam Hunt. Hunt. Yeah, Sam Hunt racing there. So hopefully something good come out of you know what he's doing with him this year. And it stinks because it he really man, I've listened to every in car during the race. I've watched him and just really really paid attention to to him when he's at the track with that car. And man, he is not. <laughs> He's not getting the finishes that he deserves in that car, man. They have had one issue after another with that car every time Derek gets yeah. in. And it's not anything of Derek's making. It's brake failures. It's uh um power steering failures. It's they lost a motor and had to start at the back at Kansas and by the time, you know, they didn't make twenty some laps and they're already lapped and I mean it's just one thing after another, and you know, he's, uh, I mean, I know it's not the Sam Hunt racing's necessarily their fault. It just seems like if something's going to happen, it happens while Derek's in the car with them. So, yes, it sure does, and it's tough breaks, man. Because, like you said, I mean, well, like, like the Arca race, um, at Daytona, I mean, you know, that was a big break for him to have that opportunity to run that car, and then. And then leading the race, and then you get took out by your teammate. And I know that's not the same as what's going on with him right now, but in in, in the Sam Hunt car. But it's just like, golly, man, he just can't catch a break. No, not at all. By no means, from nowhere. Not at all. So I'm hoping, uh, I'm hoping people are realizing and seeing because it stinks. Because it's such a, uh, it's two things. It's still. Especially in the Xfinity series, it's like it's it's money driven, but it's result driven to get those sponsors. You got to show the results to get the big sponsors, right? And it kind of you know one contradicts the other almost. Is like, well, I can't get a big sponsor if I don't have big results. Well, I can't get big results if I don't have a big sponsor for more money. So. <laughs> Right, it's, it's tough to do, and I, I'm hoping people are really seeing what he's doing, um, and how good he's. And I think he's getting the absolute most out of those cars when he's in it. It's just bad circumstances. It seems like a lot, and it's yeah. part of racing. Unfortunately, it's just it sucks when you're on that end of it. Um, yeah, definitely. So hopefully, here at Talladega. Um, he well, just like in the uh, Arca car, you know, at Daytona, he was running up front um, when he got took out by his teammate. Uh, so hopefully, you know, learning off of that, man, if you can drive around them Arca drivers, you, can, I feel like you can drive around them Xfinity guys. The only problem is you can't lock bumpers. And <laughs> <laughs> good God, they'll they'll crucify you for that. In the Xfinity oh, series. for sure. Yes. Um, so. I don't know. We'll see how that goes. But uh but real quick guys, I want to uh let you know as far as just like people uh coming up in the sport like that. Um if you want to further advance your career, guys, make sure to get with MPM Marketing, McAllister's Precision Marketing. Get with Tanya over there and um B is <laughs> is it's like the old uh the old military saying, be the best, be all that you can be. <laughs> uh, but exactly. Anyway, you can get the most out of you and out of your marketability and out of, you know, just being able to advance your career 
with a great marketing partner and get yourself in front of the eyes that you need to be in front of and in the rides that you need to be in. And, and you know, all that fun jazz there. But get with Tanya at MPM and uh, get all you can out of your career in racing. If you're wanting to move up the ladder, you got to have somebody there with you who knows how to do it. And Tanya at MPM is the best one in the sport to do that. So y'all head over to MPM, get with Tanya today, and uh, get ahead of the game for sure. Yeah, for sure. But anyway, like we said, so Noah Gregson took home his fourth win in a row at, uh, at, at Texas there. And then, all right, the cup race come around. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Cheese yeah. and rice, as they say. I've, I think, I'm not going to say it was as bad, but this was right next to the uh, Indy tire debacle. Yes, I'd say so for sure. Man, I was, it was, I mean, it was suspenseful racing, I guess you say, because it's just like, all right, who's next? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it. you had no idea. It was constantly tires, constantly tires from all over. It didn't matter if you were leading or where you were at. It was just, and it, I don't know, man, was it, was it flat tires or was it the way they got the camera set up in the rear end? Or what, uh, what was, I just don't understand. Well, the problem is though, I don't know. It was they were blowing them, but it wasn't even that so much as always. Um, there's a bump down in three and four, and just the line they're running is in this new car. Their center center of corner speed is way higher than what right. it has been, and there's a bump down in three and four. And so, I don't know if they were just blowing tires constantly or they were hitting that bump and just losing it. Right. Um, I really don't know. Um, but regardless, I know, I know there was a bunch of flat tires. There was there was a bunch of flat tires. Uh, so, but they were saying they were bringing them in, and when they would change tires, they weren't wearing the tires. They weren't cording the tires or nothing like that. Right. So it almost sounded to me like there was something in the track somewhere that if you hit it just right, it was like it would cut a tire. Yeah. I mean, I ain't saying there was. I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I crap, if I know. I mean, it's it was weird. It and it, what was really weird and what you don't see, and I guess is that it's you know what we're saying about how you drive these cars in that center speed, center of the corner speed. I saw Kyle Larson do it. I saw, I saw Tyler Reddick do it one point in the night. Um, they go in the corner and be in the middle of the corner. And all of a sudden it's just like they missed the line just a little bit. And all of a sudden the car shoot up track looking like it had a flat tire, but they go down the back straight away, front straight away, whichever side they were on. All of a sudden, you know, move around a couple of times. And all of a sudden, barreled off in the next corner, and they were good to go. Yeah. It was just, it was I like. I mean, they were, last leading looked like that. I mean, just like, he just went up the racetrack, like, boom, flat tire. Yep. And then he right back running the same lap times two laps later. Yep. 
I mean, so yeah, I, I don't know. I don't get that either. It, it's almost like there's a, it's like there's a cushion out there, and they're just getting here with jump the cushion. Right. <laughs> I don't. It was. I'm not a fan of Texas by no means. Ever since they have uh, changed that track, um, but I don't even think that was the issue this past this Sunday. I don't think the track configuration had necessarily anything to do with it. I think it's just that track combined with this car just don't work. I think that, right. I think they technically slowed the car down and we know that. They the car is not as fast as old car. As far as overall speed, as far as like what are running at the end of the straightaway. It's not as fast. But with that being said, they're not slowing down as much in the corner, and so their center of the corner speed is way higher. It's like, you know, uh, maybe 8 to 10 mile an hour higher in the center of the corner, which doesn't seem like much, but it is. <laughs> I promise. It is. Oh, yeah. It is. Um, And it's just different loads that they're putting on these things, and it's, it's causing all kind of crazy mess. I know... I know uh, one person wasn't happy after after it happened to him, and that was uh, <laughs> that was Chase Elliott. Right, he was. He's never happy. No, he's never happy, and I mean, I wouldn't be happy either. But he's um, there are certain times in interviews when stuff like this happens, he comes across very uh, uh old Kyle Bush esque. Uh huh. He really does. <laughs> there are times it's like, you know, he it's, it's, uh who was it? Marshawn Lynch? I'm just here so I don't get fined. <laughs> yeah, right. Yep. <laughs> that is what he seems like. And uh he wouldn't I mean I get it not being happy about it, but uh, you're there for your sponsors at that point doing the interview and stuff. I mean Well, I mean, you know, he's 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 most popular driver and all this here and my opinion, you know, you keep acting like that, you're going to lose a lot of respect for people. I mean, that gun, man, stuff happens. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, you know, like, you just don't be a baby about stuff. Just talk about it. It is what it is and go on and whatever. I mean, you know, it's just, I don't know. I mean, I understand uh, even being mad about it and voicing your opinion, but, I mean, just the way your your attitude is coming across with the person interviewing you, you acting like you're mad at them, and it's just like, you really need to learn how to direct your anger, dude. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, how about uh, Cody Ware's hit? Dude, that was that was a terrible hit, man. That was the first hit was awful, and I don't know. I've, I I'd love to still hear if he was just knocked out and his foot was on the pedal, or if the throttle hung, or, or what. I don't know, and just barreled that man he got that he man whoo blessed because he missed yeah that corner four four foot four he would have killed that corner yes yes and that would have been god awful yeah uh we saw what that would do to a car when mark martin hit it that time and it went in right behind the driver's seat right um yep. very odd way for that to happen um then like i said i i don't know if he was knocked out and going that's what it seemed like because 
even if your throttle hangs, you still be on the brakes or something, or cut it off or whatever. Right. So, I'm assuming he must have been knocked out. His foot was on the floor. Yeah. Um, because then once it hit the inside wall, all of a sudden it stopped. But uh, man, that was some tough hits. Yeah, definitely was. Tough, tough hits. So glad to see he uh, left. I, they he went into the infield care center, and during that red flag, they said he walked out of it. So was glad to see that. Yeah, most definitely. Um, but yeah, man, the uh, and then <laughs> and then the uh, the uh. William Byron and Denny Hamlin scuffle there. Uh, Denny says he didn't even think thought they touched or anything when they come up off two, and William Byron got into the wall. I watched the video, and I ain't gonna say they touched much, but it don't take much of a touch to, you know, jerk somebody's steering wheel up toward you know the other way. Um, they definitely yeah. touched. <laughs> they did touch. They definitely touched. And it run William Byron up into the wall. <laughs> William said he meant to run into him under caution, but he didn't mean to speed him out. <laughs> right. And I, I would probably agree with William Byron there because he hit him just square in the bumper. He just, I think Diddy was just slowing down and turning at the same time, and it just sent him spinning. But how about NASCAR coming out and saying, they missed it. They didn't see it when it happened. That's yeah, didn't see it no till more laps later. Yeah, I, like, what? <laughs> it's like, right in front of you on, on the front, front straightaway. Away. <laughs> Everybody saw it. Yeah, I, I, I can't really understand that too much. But I, mean, oh. I don't know. That was that was funny to me. I don't know why. <laughs> it was just. Yeah. It's just a bunch of daggone crybabies, man. I mean, yeah, okay, you got in you a little bit. I mean, go on, whatever. I mean, I, did Denny honestly intentionally mean to go up there and run him in the wall? No, I don't think so. I don't see how – I mean, I didn't have any heaven fan. But from what I saw, it didn't look like I'm just out to just ruin his day, you know, whatever. And then in the same hand, okay, Denny got spun under caution. What did he lose? I didn't tear up his car, I don't think. Um, no. The other thing was, it's just, they wouldn't let him come back to his spot. And that was the, right, only, uh, right. the only issue, I guess. But it's just, I don't know. I don't know. Golly, though. It's like, it's like none of them can touch none of them. And then when they do it, it's okay. And then, but it's just, ah, <laughs> it's so crazy nowadays, but. Man, that used to not be the case back in the day, but Lord, I'm mercy. Yeah, I know, right? So, oh, well. anyway, uh, pretty cool or pretty interesting, really, that in four playoff races, no playoff driver has won. Nope, not. Uh, I mean, yeah, technically, Tyler Reddick was a playoff driver, but he's already out of it, so he's not eligible to move on from this round. So, uh, yeah. I like that. That was very yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, 
So as far as the you got to go win the race at Phoenix in order to win the championship, I don't know if that's going to be the case this year, man. There's too many there's too many competitive cars outside of that top, especially by then top four. I don't know, man. I don't. I think this will be a year that that the, the championship winner is not the race winner. I, don't, I, don't I hope so, but I'm not going to bank on that. Yeah, well, it always seems like Phoenix or the last race. It's kind of like NASCAR tells everybody, "All right, y'all leave the top four alone." Let them race kinda it out. Deal. Yeah, that's that's kind of how it comes across. So I don't know. Um, we'll see, we'll see. But I thought it was kind of cool that Tyler Reddick won and won it, being after the well publicized, you know, everything that has gone on. Uh, him leaving in 2024 to go to 2311. And everybody was like, nah, it's going to be a lame duck situation from now until 2024 for him. And then Kyle Busch announced he's going to be running the eight car next year, and which was all well and good and all, but, you know, didn't see Tyler Reddick coming up and doing much else. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, it was a crazy race and I do not think Tyler Reddick had the fastest car all night by no means, but, uh, to finish first, in order to finish first, you must first finish. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. they did what they had to do and brought it home for a win, which was pretty, pretty neat being, and even to hear Richard Childers come across the radio and congratulate him after, all has been well publicized that he wasn't happy about the way he done it and all that stuff. So that's, right. uh, that's pretty interesting. Pretty cool to see. Um, also another one that's pretty cool to see 31 of Justin Haley, uh, with Darlington, South Carolina's own Trent Owens as crew chief, uh, bringing home third place. Yeah, that's pretty awesome, man. I, Kyle, man, they they uh they got some good equipment, and and we know Justin is a, a very good driver. We've seen that firsthand. Oh, uh, yeah, that uh Kyle's gonna be gonna be a team to look out for here in the next few years, I think for sure. Yeah, that they will, they will for sure. Um, I think they're. I, I really think. I know there's probably a bunch of circumstances went into it and money probably being one of the biggest ones and, and the sponsorship that they could already bring to the team was probably another one. But I man, whew, I think Matt Colleg really missed out picking up Kyle Bush. Cause I think Yeah. I think Kyle Bush could have went there and took what they have now and helped just that little bit more to really put them up front on a yeah. weekly basis. Right. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying they don't have some good guys driving, uh, but from what I hear, Justin Haley doesn't have a contract from next for next year for that car. So I don't know what's going on there. I don't know who's going to be up in it, uh, what they're going to do, but I know they want to keep running cup. So, uh, we'll see what goes on with that. um, who knows? Uh, and I hope yeah. I'm not talking trash about him, but I hope it ain't something that they're gonna stick like you know Ty Dillon in it. 
No, I, I don't think – I think they want to move forward. Uh, definitely not a lateral move. I think, if anything, they want to move move to a, a more more better, bigger bigger possibility, I think. Um, not nothing against Justin Haley or whatever, but um, I think that's what they're looking for. And like you said, Kyle Bush would have been ideal to, to see in that car. But um, – I don't know, man. There's a lot of guys in Xfinity that's, you know, moving up, I guess, or need to be. Uh, and there's not much room, not many spots. So I can see where they can maybe hopefully try to get some, some good up-and-comers coming in there. Let's see. I don't know. Yep. So we shall see. It's getting to that point that <laughs> it's, it's – uh... All the big names are, I mean, I ain't trying to down nobody, but pretty much all the big names are doing all the moving they're going to move. Uh, yeah. Or not moving or whatever they're doing. That was kind of the first thing was waiting to see what Martin Truex was doing. Once Martin Truex said he was back, um, Eric Almirola said he was coming back. Uh, then, you know, it was waiting on Kyle Busch to see what Kyle Busch was announcing. Right, and then with Tyler Reddick moving and everything else, all that changed, and uh, that really kind of set what was going to be open. And so now all the other, I guess we'll say the pawns will fall in place. So, right, so it'll work out. But anyway, cool. All right, we'll see what happens, man. Talladega this week coming up, and uh, see trucks, Xfinity, and Cup. So. Full weekend of racing there. I am off this week. There is zero racing around here. Might have to go find something to watch. No, I'll probably stay home. <laughs> yeah, recoup a little bit. Recoup a little bit. Get get ready for the next race. We got our next race coming up. Actually, uh, there's a race October 8th, which is actually Jackson's birthday, but we're going to have his birthday party on that Sunday anyway. So we'll probably end up at Dillon Motor Speedway on the 8th. Uh, see if... Maybe we can pull us out a win eventually. Yeah, that's right. It'd be nice to uh to get one for the season's over. That's for sure. Yeah. So, but anyway, guys. Well, I reckon uh as always, I'd like to thank SRI Performance Stock Car Steel and Aluminum, RK Motorsports Consulting, uh, Earl Ramey Racing Engines, and Profab Headers and Exhaust. Also, guys, high-octane racing apparel. Y'all go check them out. Also, MPM Marketing. Y'all go check them out, too. Uh, plus, ladies and gentlemen, go check out Checkered. They are the race hub. Social media for racing. Uh, guys that don't want to get on the drama of Facebook or Twitter and all this other stuff, go check out Checkered because they are racing only all the time, 24-7. Uh, they are the race hub. They're they're your only social media for only racing. Go check them out. We're on there. Go give us a follow on there. Uh, we'll follow you back. Shoot, I follow everybody that follows me on Checkered. Um, no riffraff on there. I like it. Uh, yes. Also, Ford Bite. Go check out Cole Vanderhaden there in his uh rookie season in three hundred five sprints and um. And he's done a great job in it for sure. Picked him up a few wins this year. Uh, lots of top fives, tons of top tens. Um, great job, great great job moving up to the full size sprint car there. 
So y'all uh, go check out Cold Train, putting it down on track in the three hundred fives. Also, the the check out Forward Bite Apparel, ladies and gentlemen. You uh, some great, great threads as they say. <laughs> Koozies, hats, whatever else. Forward Bite, every racer wants it. Y'all go check them out. Oh, but anyway, oh, you got the police going by. It's an ambulance, man. The ambulance. I thought the police was chasing you. Yeah, no, no. Thankfully, thankfully, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, well, guys, what else you got? I believe that's it, man. I'm gonna go do a little work here and uh, and uh, recoup and be ready for another day. But uh, yeah, it's a good one. I hear you. Well, I think I might ride out here to the softball field. They got the championship game tonight. I'm not in it by no means. <laughs> <laughs> we lost out, so I might go watch the championship game to right down the road from the house. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that. All right, guys. Well, we sure appreciate y'all coming on, hanging out with us tonight or today or whatever time you're listening to this. <laughs> but uh, yeah. we will. Uh, I guess we will catch y'all next time. Later.